0: Initiating startup secrets. You are now plugged in.
1: Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. Episode 241 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Kim.
2: Welcome, minions. And below us, we have Petra.
1: Yeah, my puppy's laying down on the floor. She looks wiped yeah, I don't know why. She's lazy and old. she so got that fatty deposit underneath her on her side that's just like swaying.
2: It's not that bad.
1: I mean, it's pretty big, but it's not that bad. The vet says she's fine. So, and on my knee and on in your left hand, we have a whiskey. So, Tim, what are we drinking?
2: We are drinking Corsair Ramageddon. Um, so, I kind of downloaded. We're some. drinking
1: PC parts.
2: Corsair Different Corsair uh, Download some tasting notes so I'll try to go this through This is copyright infringement No I'm I'm gonna give Credit This is by Joss Peters Of WhiskeyJug.com.
1: No no I mean it's, it's Copyright infringement For the computer company To use a whiskey name
2: Well I don't think Anyone's gonna confuse A whiskey with a PC I did You're like Wow this tastes like Plastic and silicone I
1: was like Wow these circuit boards Taste really funny Why do I light up Weird colors
2: So this is actually A rye To be technical Okay um, this is from Tennessee, USA. So it's a Yeah, that's why it's called Rye Um, it's from Corsair, the distiller, not the PC manufacturer. It's got, um, 80% malted rye and 20% chocolate rye, which makes it kind of interesting. Hmm. It's got a uh, new charred oak in 15 gallon barrels. Um, it's about 11 months, so it's not a very old, um, rye. It's ABV is 46% and the bottle is about 50 bucks. Nice. Um, so you're going to notice the eye looks like tea. Yeah, it does. The nose. Citrus candy, rice spice, sugar, cocoa powder, and a toasty note. When paired with rice spice, kind of reminds you of rye toast. Light notes of caramel, taffy, and wood round out the pleasant aroma. The palate will show rice spice, toasted grains, cinnamon, heavy baking spice, and a bit of sweetness, accompanied by light notes of chocolate and wood. And then the finish is a medium fade of cocoa, rice spice, and straw. Hmm. It has a decent balance, medium body, and a mild, soft feel. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see if you taste all that. <laughs>
1: I taste the cinnamon, mm-hmm. and I taste a little bit of like, like a, like maybe like a dark. The cocoa.
2: chocolate's really you have yeah. to. It's not like it's a, not very present. Well, it's not like a chocolate stout or something where yeah. it's really heavy. But you have to kind of look I definitely pick up the toast and the cinnamon they're talking about. Yeah, I um, get the cinnamon for sure. It's very smooth. I was um, gonna
1: say it's extremely smooth compared to that last one you brought over. Right, not that the was cowboy.
2: You like the stuff that just burns Dead. all the way down. This I could sip for a long time. It's oh, yeah, not, yeah, it's for not, sure. it's not super full bodied. It's like almost light, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. What you'd, I think this would. Mix. What type of beer would you can compare this to? Like a light bodied beer, like a like a, uh, like a pale ale or something. Yeah, almost? pale ale
2: it's not quite like a culture lager, a little bit more than that. But yeah. um this would mix really well, I think, for um like a old fashioned or anything. This any, would be really any, good with an old fashioned. Great mixer. Bit of an a expensive, expensive mixer though.
1: Very expensive mixer.
2: Not very. It's it's a mid range. I mean, it's pretty it's, expensive it's for a litera- mixer. It's literally in the mid range of fifty bucks. Yeah.
1: Um, so you want to talk about Father's Day? I got more than you this week, so should I go first?
2: Yeah, because last week I talked too much, so please go ahead. All
1: right. So this week, guys, uh my son and I went to the zoo on Friday. Cool. So we did that, and uh he's getting to the age where I can kind of trust him to like check up with me. Like, I don't got to hold his hand the whole time if, it, like, if we're in, like, a safe area. Mm-hmm. And, like, he kind of, like, runs, does his thing, and, like, he, you know, he looks back and makes sure... You're that, never,
2: like, looking up and not seeing where he is.
1: I mean, sometimes, but usually he's, like, only, like, Hey, a foot. get out of the monkey cage. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, it was kind of fun because previous times, like, I hold his hand or, like, push him in, like, a stroller or in, like, I have this, like, little cart thing, um, like a wagon. I pull him in sometimes at the zoo. Um, this time, we just put everything into a backpack I carried the backpack my water and his and our lunches and I just kind of like let him lead me we've gone to the zoo so many times because we have a you know we have a membership there
2: so he's like his favorite to this point
1: I, I mean he and he just yeah he loves it all um pretty much equally but he knows everything that's coming up and it's always like he's super excited to just go and see what the animals are doing right then like he knows that there's bears he's like oh goats and I'm like okay the goats are the first thing yeah he's like wonder what they're doing and, like he just like sits and he like studies them and like watches like what they're doing and i'm like that's cool i mean it's fun to watch so this time i just let him lead me around and just like took everything at his time um which is good but we also miss his nap time so that kind of um but then sunday was father's day um so we just kind of hung out all weekend and just kind of made it a relaxing weekend um Do you have a
2: special meal or anything
1: uh, my wife made us breakfast, which is kind of cool, on yes. Sunday after we got back from church. So, it was like a brunch. Okay. But, yeah. What would you um, have? We had hash browns, eggs, toast, and uh, bacon.
0: Nice. Yes.
1: It was very good. Homemade breakfast, or brunch. Um, And then, we used my tech talk, which we're not going to talk about, because... I don't do spoilers for TikTok.
2: <laughs> You've never done that, no.
1: Never. Um, and then Tim, I started listening to Star Wars.
2: Yeah, you need to explain this because you are always making fun of Star Wars. Yep.
1: So I'm gonna are go you, ahead. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Before you get into this, are you sure you're talking about Star Wars or not Star Trek?
1: Could be. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm just gonna
2: call you out on that. It just
1: cause... has, like, it's, it's the best one of the two in the
3: galaxy.
2: All right. Well, well please to explain how you're listening to Star Wars.
1: Okay. We're just going to let
3: them talk to us. Okay. It's, well, well, we, we'll come back to him at some point. Yeah, uh, so we don't have time. We can't get, can't get past that beef, be can
2: With his little built-on stand.
3: Right, so what do we know? We've learned something else now. <laughs> Han Solo has been freed. Do I know anything about carbon freezing, <laughs> I think I do. He's got hibernation sickness. I know that. I've read the manual. Okay. Right. Um, so <laughs> he's been freed on. and... Uh wonder where Steve is. Well, that will probably remain a mystery. Mm, Hang Steve. on, I can hear something else. Hang on, I can house. hear that. Oh, it's, oh, it's right <laughs> in there. you got hemorrhoids, you're doing it. Hey, is anyone out there? Did I? You know? Yeah, yeah, hello. So, uh, Mr Crumb. Oh, God. God, boys, huh? You're the funny guy, and you're the little, the little uh, chip man. That's yeah. the fella. That's right. Can you pull me out? I'm stuck yeah, in the yeah, sand. Oh, your hands in... are all... I'm, they stink as well. uh, I, Yeah, I've been dealing with those, uh, those frogs that are I've been covering that. Yeah. In that. Um, what you happened? Could, over there. That's my donut. I need my hemorrhoid donut. Oh, God, I love my hemorrhoid. Can you pick that uh, and pass that? I'm just, yeah, I... Oh, that's Bliss. Oh, God. I've been stuck in this sand, this sweat box. It's like a Santa. All the Banthus, they come around here. Right. Like cats. What, what happened? What happened? Oh, this is going to be a long conversation. And this voice is going to oh. hurt as well. <laughs> so this bounty hunter turns up and goes, I got a thermal detonator and I got a Wookiee. We all have a big party. Turns out the bounty hunter was that princess broad, that princess Leia. She's knocking off Han Solo. What? They're going at it. They're going to bump uglies. She frees him. And they're all like, I love you, all that, jubbish. But Jabba's wise to it, so he goes, ooh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh. Oh. And it's hilarious because we all jump out and go, surprise! And then this guy turns up and goes, I'm a Jedi, release my friends, or bad things are gonna happen. And then we chuck him in the Rancor pit because, you know, that's what you do. And he kills the Rancor because some shamoly didn't get rid of the bolts. Mm-hmm. Then we capture him again, and we get him and Han Solo and everyone upstairs, take them over here to the Sarlacc to sacrifice them. Mm. And then we're about to kill him, the little, the, little Jedi guy, and this, this goddamn droid fires at a lightsaber because mm-hmm. some schmuck didn't frisk him for weapons. He catches it. He does this unnecessary flipping backwards spinning. He, does it, he could have just caught it. Yeah. Is totally unnecessary, just mm-hmm. showing off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, i got a lightsaber, and he's hacking people up. Mm. Meanwhile, it turns out that Steve, do remember Steve? He's not Steve. <gasps> he's Lando Calrissian in disguise. He just had no. the thing over his head. Yeah. He helps them escape. Oh, God, I've run out of it. <laughs> 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 then they fire the gun into the, the deck. And s- some shmooley hasn't... Some Shmooley did not reinforce the deck. Right. There are so many shmoolies <laughs> and schmucks. I bet it's the same schmooly,
2: isn't I it? I bet it is. Yeah.
3: Anyway, and then Jab is dead. Oh, Princess Leia, she strangles him. And I, initially, I didn't help because so I was like, he's into that. Okay, how long does this go? He said the safe word, which was "ooka," oh, and right. uh, <laughs> she didn't hear it, so he's dead. Okay. And then I pull out the eyes of the gold guy. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he, I hated him, mm. the translator. And then I get zapped by the little punk with the lightsaber stuck in his ass. Yeah. And I hide on the deck and then the skiff falls over and I fall in the sand. I lose my hemorrhoid donut and now it's now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Someone screwed up big time. Okay, well, I think we're going to have
2: to report this to Darth Vader for some reason. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so uh, can, we, can we give you a lift anywhere? Whoa.
1: All right, so that's Best in the Galaxy. So, Tim, that's you and I as uh, people in the Star Wars galaxy. It's literally two schmucks that are podcasters yeah. in the in the Star just Wars talking, universe.
2: talking about, like, as no, if they're, like, the... No,
1: they're, like, they're documenting, like, in podcast form what happened in Star Wars. Like, they're going around talking to everybody that was part of it, and then crazy shit happens. There's five seasons of this. First off, it, like, starts off, they're just documenting... Like it's post Star Wars, like everything's done, mm-hmm. everybody's dead, and they're talking to like a bunch of old people that are like trying to like document it for like historical stake, and then something happens, and then now they're in Star Wars, so they're like just got out of the Jabba the Hutt's like place with like the Princess Leia and everything, and and then things this go. Is, this sideways. is what it takes
2: for you to get interested in Star Wars.
1: <sighs> I mean, I probably listened to, like fifty hours of this thing oh so my far, gosh. so I'm pretty I'm pretty solid like you know joe the janitor i know a lot about joe the janitor in star wars now
2: yeah he was a pretty pivotal character in the, yeah, in the movies yep, so um i like that star La- wars lando is steve that's pretty funny
1: oh is like yeah and so this is it's a it's a pretty funny little podcast um it got recommended to me and One more time, what's it called best in the galaxy nice so check it out if you want to it's pretty funny you don't have to listen to all the episodes but if you like star wars it's kind of funny. If you like podcasting and you like Star Wars, it's really funny cuz it's just them trying to do a podcast. I want their first season is them literally hopping different bars and like locations in Star Wars doing a stand-up comedy podcast. Nice. And then shit just goes south. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yep. What'd you do for uh, Father's Day?
2: Father's Day, um I worked all day, but the day mm-hmm. before we celebrated. Okay. Um, so we all piled in the car and went to Avalon, which is a Wonderland, which is a nickel arcade. But what's funny is they don't do nickels anymore. They have cards. So you load up cards with money. But all the games run on some form of nickels. Huh. Um, so like the the arcade machines, like the ones with the giant screens and the the guns or whatever, that it would normally be a dollar, let's say. Yeah. They run for um four nickels, twenty cents.
1: Okay. So Shit, you're paying, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, you're paying like an entry fee, but it's not terrible. It's like, I don't know, three bucks or something like that. Yeah. Not unreasonable. So we did that for like two hours. Um, we actually, it was, the prices were so reasonable, we didn't end up spending all of our cards. Nice. Well, my son did because he uh, he plays those gambling ones. You know, the ones where you,
1: you... Like bet money?
2: Well, you like spin a wheel or try to drop a ball or oh, to get tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um. yeah, So yeah, he blew through his 10 bucks pretty fast. Uh, me and my daughter... Did not. So we each had about $5 left on our card. <laughs> we played this game from... Did sec- you give
1: it to him to be nice? No. You dicks.
2: No. Well, he was done, and he... he yeah, it worked out perfectly for him. Um, my daughter and I, we're, we played uh, a little bit of Terminator. Nice. It's all right. It's, like, literally just shooting the whole time. There's, like, no... Was the
1: gun physics decent? It was
2: okay. Um, yeah. The, uh, the
1: last three gun games I played, my gun never works.
2: So... The one thing that was broken, you're supposed to be able to tap the bottom of the magazine to reload. That was broken, so you had to shoot off the screen. Oh, I hate that. So at least there was the option to shoot off the screen. But that was sucking a lot of our twenty cents. So we played uh Space Invaders, which actually gives you um, tickets, which is kinda cool. If you get certain if you shoot like those UFOs that show up, you actually can earn I earned a hundred tickets like three games. So
1: And what do you cool. get for three or hundred?
2: They're still on my card. Um there's still value on it. I'll Maybe catch it in the next time I go nice. or whatever. And then we played um, this game from Sega that I've never heard of, and I, I can't remember the title of it. But it's like you're underwater, and you have like spear guns, and you're just shooting like every living sea creature. It's kind of terrible. Like, oh, there's something. My I'll son would it. be
1: so upset with you. He'd be like, but That's, the animals aren't good to There's an octopus.
2: I think I'll kill it. Oh, a shark. Kill, kill, uh, kill, kill. Like, you're literally killing all the sea life. It's sort of terrible.
1: Yeah, that is really sort of terrible.
2: So we did that for a couple hours, then we watched uh, Detective Pikachu.
1: Oh, yeah! The story about a guy named Tim looking for his dad. How'd that go?
2: Um, the It kind of ramped up really slowly.
1: It did. It but, was a very dry... I, I feel like they should have made it two movies.
2: No, I, they should have brought in Detective Pikachu earlier. Because once he was there, it was, it was fun. Yeah. But there was probably a good half hour before the title character, Detective Pikachu, shows up.
1: You think it was a half hour?
2: It felt like it, okay. maybe maybe it wasn't. And I thought it was more like fifteen. The you, kid, you whoever right. the actor was, played the kid. He was all right, but um, I don't know. Like Detective Pikachu is where it's at. He's I mean, Ryan Reynolds is funny. Yeah, he is. Um, so that was great. I liked the nipple jokes; those were funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, like in a family movie, like if Randall, Rand, Ryan Reynolds would cut loose a little bit, and he did.
1: He did. Yeah, he's a funny guy.
2: Yeah, so I like that. Um, me and my daughter enjoyed it. My son and my wife were like, eh. I heard my wife laugh one time though, I can't. So remember. your
1: wife didn't like it.
2: She, no like, reaction. She's like, no Pokemon. She's like, what?
1: I liked it. It was a good movie. I thought.
2: Yeah, I mean it's been out for a long time now. I was glad to find it anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. The fact that it was playing at the arcade was like perfect. So, that's what the I chose.
1: arcade has a movie
2: theater. It's got four. Whoa. Yeah, I mean they're tiny. That's cool as fuck though. Yeah. So that's good. Sweet. <laughs> that's really all I did this week. Other than play video games, we'll talk about later.
1: Nice. All right. um So moving on down the list. Hey Tim, you want to talk some news? Let's
2: do some news. Zach, let's do some news.
1: Alright Tim, we got the news this week.
2: So, you actually brought this to my attention, although I just heard about it on Twitter. So oh,
1: shit. What happened? What I do? What I do?
2: I'm gonna let you talk about this one.
1: Well, fucking hell! Hold on, I'm not even there.
2: i do. We'll get there.
1: Okay. Well. So. What is it?
2: So, who do you trust with your privacy more than anybody else? Google. And second. Me. No. <laughs> like an entity, a corporate entity.
1: Who do I trust, or who has the most I'm of it? I'm being
2: sarcastic.
1: It'd be Facebook.
2: Yep. So, we we know how much we trust them. <laughs> oh, with our,
1: shit. This is the Facebook. So, oh. we trust them
2: with our privacy. Would we trust them with our money? Tim? Yes.
1: Fox.com. After months of rumors and partial leaks, Facebook confirmed on Tuesday that it's working on a cryptocurrency called Libra. I don't know why they... Why,
2: yeah, Libra's like a Zodiac sign, right? Yeah. Okay, um, well,
1: which keep, will launch next year. First, a quick, dirty explanation of what Libra is and isn't. While it is a cryptocurrency, in short, digital money, it doesn't have a ton in common with Bitcoin, the most famous cryptocurrency. Bitcoin derives itself of value from risk and scarcity, uh, making a profit off of its inherent difficulty, in addition to a huge energy suck. And despite years of favor and favor and about a magical future made possible by blockchain, Bitcoin is still basically a niche currency, not widely used for everyday transactions or even peer-to-peer payments. In short, Facebook wants to charge, uh, wants to be in charge of the first truly global digital currency. Libra payments will be written into a public blockchain, which is new and will still, and which is still being built. There's no mining. There's uh, for Libra, you'll basically just buy it. So basically, give me your dollars, and I will give you a fake piece of digital currency. And the new value of Libra, which Facebook is imagining as a global currency standard, like the US dollar, but supposedly more stable and easier to exchange, will be guaranteed by a reserve of real assets, a.k.a. your money that you gave to Mark Zberg, initially provided by the partners that buy into Facebook's Libra Association, which just sounds like FLA, which sounds, sounds like fuck life. I don't know, something.
2: So Libra, the uh the sign. Oh dear God. the Zodiac sign.
1: Yes. The Zodiac Killer, yes.
2: <laughs> uh is is fixated on balance and harmony, obsessed with symmetry and strives to create equilibrium in all areas of life.
1: Oh, what a beautiful name. But continuing okay. on, right now that includes a pretty staggering roster of heavyweights in venture capital tech and nonprofit world. MasterCard mm-hmm. Visa Uber Lyft. So, okay, this is fucking weird MasterCard and Visa are coming sure. together to yep. do this Uber and Lyft are coming to do, do this together Spotify by itself eBay and PayPal Union Square Ventures and Andreessen and Horitz to name a few
2: yeah I don't this is a bad thing
1: I mean it's Facebook money dude think about all of the uh, what what was that game the farm game on here oh right? yeah. yeah it'll uh, be used for that for sure oh yeah what was that game called farmville yeah think of all the farmville you can buy with libra
2: yeah I, you can buy
1: horses and donkeys and then literally in africa horses and donkeys will show up
2: uh click here to to view a targeted ad to, to gain 0.1 libra per hour
1: oh yes yeah. so you just leave that shit up and come back after a work day you're good to go
2: i could see so many abuses okay and the the thing is you pay them real money to get this so say you pay at one level, and it's
1: they don't even believe in the shit, or they would be giving themselves millions of dollars. Right, but
2: say you say today I buy a hundred dollars U.S. dollars worth of libra, and let's say for argument's sake it's a hundred libra. It's not going to work out that way. No. Let's say in two months my hundred libra libra only buys eighty dollars worth of of goods in U.S. dollars. Like they could manipulate that. Oh, yeah. They could have a completely different inflation or deflation rate than whatever currency you're buying it from. Like, I hope I don't have to use this. I hope it does not become so widespread that whether or not I want Dude, to. Dude,
1: we're going to be changing Libra br- dollars with our bros over in Trinidad be like, yo, I'll give you seven Libras if you give me three Libras. I'll give you seven U.S. Libras if you give me three EU Libras.
2: Remember all the scams with like Xbox Live uh, money yeah. that happened? Just imagine that times a thousand like seven, thousand libras? Seven. seven how, ma- how many libras do seven you want to el- bet on this, Tim? Seven Elevens in in India, like selling Libra cards. Oh my god! Like that's what, how many libras we got online. The, the fact that Visa and Mastercard are into this, like, means like, I bet you see like credit card fraud just go way up because once you have it in that system, once you buy your libras and it's like supposedly secure, I don't know if you can get the money back from Visa that bought it originally. You Know what I mean? Dude,
1: can I pay off my Visa bill with Lib- libras? Maybe. Be like, hey, Visa, I'm just gonna drop you six Libras. I should cover this uh ten thousand dollars. Just come up with a
2: competing currency called Zebras. Oh yes. Like fuck Libra, it's all about zebra.
1: Oh, um see that rhyme sounds good, but we should go with another sign. Cancer. Yes! Cancer bills. <laughs> I don't know, man. Make cancer happy again.
2: Maybe I'm just being an old man, but I think this is fucking terrible. I don't like this.
1: I see your hair turning gray as we speak.
2: Uh, yeah. Let's just turn another shade while we're talking Shit. about this bullshit all right let's it's talk in. about things i like <laughs> new switch details
1: i don't know if i like this
2: okay well you don't have to i do yeah like um an old man so Nint- get off my libra nintendo did not announce any of this but wall street journal which is not like a crazy paper they're pretty say
1: there's two articles but there's only one.
2: Oh, that sucks um they report that there are two new models in production um never mind there's two okay so, the other inter- interesting thing is, is they've entered into production in Southeast Asia. Because of the whole trade war we currently have going on in China, which would increase imports by 25%, they are now being manufactured, including the the current Switch model, in Southeast Asia instead of China. So, Nintendo pulled all their production...
1: So, the Japanese company yes. bowed down to America and said, fuck it, we're going to move the well, no,
2: Southeast just, Asia? Okay, well, Nintendo always operates on... Like, when the Xbox and the PlayStation 5, whatever the hell they're going to be called, come out.
1: PlayStation 4 is what I'm going with. Oh,
2: gosh. They will probably be selling those at a loss. Nintendo does not operate that way. No, Nintendo they makes always, profit. They always make profit. So they don't really, they're not bowing down to American bullshit. They're just like, the reality of the situation is, if they imported it from China, it's going to cost 25% more. Okay, So like, fuck that, we're out.
1: Well, yeah, because they make, the, they don't make, so they're, their money off of first-party titles, 100%. They make it off of the consoles themselves.
2: And their $90 docks. Um, which you, <laughs> nobody buys. But yes, continue. So they've already moved. It's been It's known that they moved their production to Southeast Asia. That's
1: crazy. I did not know that.
2: Um, sources that talked to Wall Street Journal said that they are currently producing these two new models. So there's, te- the rumor so is...
1: Technically, there could be some out in the wild already.
2: No, I don't know. Well, there might be. We'll get to that. So there's going to be a smaller one with lower specs to be cheaper, and it'll, a lot of people are saying it'll have the Joy-Cons built into the unit, not That's detachable. Cool and the other one will be kind of like the current Switch. So
1: like a DS replacement almost.
2: Like a 2DS, sort of.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, but it's a handheld replacement. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. It would have a form factor actually more like the Vita than the DS. The DS is really tall. Yeah, it's, it's still got still the two be, screens, it can only have one screen. It's yeah. still going to be a little bit wider than the DS ever was. Um, then the other model will be pretty much comparable on the outside with the current switch, but it'll have better specs inside, like a faster processor, that sort of thing. Hmm. Maybe, maybe a better screen. Who knows? I like that. There's I no like that. There's no details about I that. I need that. The high-tech model, there's no details about. There is, however, potential details about the cheaper portable, like the smaller one. Of course there is. So, um, there is several accessory companies... Um, that sell at a retail site called Alibaba. Um, so Hanson Gaming is a wait a gaming accessory company.
1: Hold on. Did you say this is done by Alibaba, the website? Yeah. Isn't that where that one gentleman that we met last year, is, isn't is he a writer of Alibaba? Uh,
2: I think it's, no, something different than that. Oh, no. Because Alibaba is a retailer, not a, a gaming site. Well, oh. it's gaming, but okay. Anyway, so this manufacturer that does accessories has um, put out some ads showing mock-ups of this.
1: Um, I mean, it, it looks like a... Vita.
2: Right. And so these are mock-ups. They're, they're... Some of the images are, like, um, you know, Photoshop or whatever. And some look like they're 3D printed, like, just physical models. Yeah. But the thing is, is they have, like, actual screen protectors, um, like, to make these shapes. Like, they're they're printing or manufacturing, like, the plastic shells to, like, keep, like, keep the system safe. And they have molds, like... Mm. So I don't know if they have actual information or if they're being speculative... But I mean, it's kind of crazy as a company that sells accessories to start making stuff unless you do know something. Um, so it's a
1: little bit, uh, yeah.
2: So it's not confirmation. Like take it with You're reading st- into it. Yeah, but I mean, a company isn't going to make something that no one's going to buy unless they're just stupid.
1: I mean, come on, Sega.
2: <laughs> so yeah, E-T there's, phone there's at least pretty good confirmation that there will be a cheaper, smaller, more portable Switch. I'm guessing they didn't want to announce it at E3 because they want people to buy the old Switch between now and Christmas.
1: Oh, that makes sense. But okay. I'm betting
2: we hear something. I don't know, October, November.
1: I don't know. I gotta if they if they come out with the Breath of the Wild two, when I'm I'm screwed.
2: So Breath of the Wild two is not going to come out this year or probably even. I next, know, next year. but
1: I, I mean, I'm fine for this year and next year probably, mm-hmm. but
2: like a special edition. <sighs>
1: if bring out a special edition, get i
2: well, I guess you're if they
1: bring out a special edition and then they bring out a collector's edition of the game alone, like the Breath of the Wild, I'm so fucked. Okay. I have to have a new job by then.
2: I guarantee you that there will be.
1: Well, there's a, a collector's edition. I know.
2: And an ultimate collector's edition. Just well, like the, the
1: ultimate better come with the fucking switch in it.
2: <laughs> we'll see. Probably not.
1: God damn it. I don't care if it's a grand. I would spend a grand just to get it all at once.
2: So I'm curious to, to see what you think of this next story. Read it to me. Oh, how's was going to have you read it? I am going to hear <laughs> your voice in this podcast. Oh,
1: fine. I'll, I'll read it. Opening up in Chrome. Engadget.com. Forward slash 2019. I don't know what the rest of the forward slash is. Dr. Mario World. Nintendo brings Dr. Mario World to Android and iOS on July 10th. Earlier this year, Nintendo announced its Dr. Mario puzzle game would return in a new iteration for mobile devices. And now, Dr. Mario World has re has a release date july 10th 2019 set to appear on android and ios and available for pre-order via either of these links which they have links on engadget.com
2: it's pretty easy it's a free-to-play game Mm -hmm.
1: with stages where you can either spend or send or receive hearts to each player to exchange extra stamina or battle online in versus mode which i don't get what it's a free-to-play game with stages where you can either that's dumb okay as you would expect the goal is to eliminate viruses by aligning them in similar, similarly colored capsules. The different stages present new challenges, and the players have a limited number of capsules. The part that costs money are optional diamonds that players can cash in for items, restore stamina, or purchase new doctors and new special skills instead of waiting for stamina to recover over time and earn them in-game play coins.
2: So typical free-to-play mechanics.
1: I'm not a Dr. Mario fan. I'd rather just fucking play uh. Tetris. I think Dr.
2: Mario is a smart game, though, to release on mobile. Like, it, I mean, it's, it, it lends itself to the platform really well.
1: It does. It's the smartest game that Nintendo could put out. I literally. think it's better
2: than Mario Kart or... Uh, Mario
1: Kart's the dumbest game you could put on mobile. I'm just going to say that. It's a stupid idea.
2: I think it might do all right. I don't it's know. It's
1: going to do fine. It's going to do really well in the Asian market, but it's stupid. I would hate... I hate playing car games on my freaking phone. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to check out Dr. Mario. I'm not going to pay for my stamina. I'll just,
1: I'll just gift you some in one of those special levels where I can me give some you, some. Yeah, send you some Aww. hearts. Yeah, I'll send you some hearts. I'll send you some hearts. I'll give you some stamina.
2: Sweet. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no worries. So that's pretty much our news for this week.
1: Yeah. Um. Hey, Tim, you want to talk some tech? Yes,
2: I would like to talk some tech. Yeah, I'm everywhere.
1: All right. This week's Tech Talk is brought to you by Father's Day. It's the Compresso... 560.01 Infinity Infinity <laughs> conical burr grinder in black. So, um Tim, you got always fancy coffee making things. Yeah. Do you have a coffee grinder? I do. What type of coffee grinder you got?
2: <laughs> conical grinder. A uh, conical burr grinder.
1: Oh, okay. Is it is it a Capresso by chance?
2: No, it's an OXO. Oh, damn it. Okay. It, I can select um, between I can select 12 different levels of course to find this.
1: I can, I can do technically I can do 15. Nice. But, but
2: honestly, it's supposed I, to
1: only give you 12, but you can do in between the lines on the front. Cause okay. I have three levels of extra fine, fine, medium and coarse.
2: I honestly just switch between two or three. Um, I use kind of the same for French press. But and... yeah,
1: but see, you do you have all the f- extra fancy stuff. You have well, like I have French so presses many... and drips. and Yeah, I've got...
2: Okay, I've got a normal... I don't have anything. I have a normal baker. like Mr. Coffee. It's not Mr. Coffee, but it's like, like a Mr. Coffee. I have the AeroPress, um, and I have the French press. And what's weird is I can use the same beans, but grind it differently, use those devices, and come up with three very different cups of coffee. Yeah.
1: So, I'm dipping my toes into it. Mm-hmm. I... I did some
2: uh this is searching around. That's what you did on Father's Day, you made some coffee, right?
1: Made myself some coffee. So made myself some actual flavorful coffee. Mm-hmm. Um and so I looked around, I talked to a lot of people I saw we were like talking about coffee. And they all recommended this they all had the same Zach Capreso. Okay. They said they've had it for like ten years. Oh wow. So it's normally uh, $120 on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but I had happened to hit it right where it was sixty nine, sixty four. Wow. Um, so I had my wife buy it, uh, for Father's Day. Sweet. And it's got this nice, like, I don't know if yours has it, but I, I have like a hopper on the top that's, yep, I got a that's sealed. And then.
2: How does it dump it?
1: Uh, it, this is vacuum sealed, but okay. it pulls out. Okay. So it's like a little container that it grinds it down into. Mm-hmm. And then it's got, I don't know, it's got removable gears and shit in there that like right you can i don't know if yours has that i don't i, I don't know i haven't one. done
2: the cleaning on the topic because i haven't had to yet yeah um, me either i'm not sure are you
1: using oily beans i mean yeah yeah okay me too
2: so what what kind of roast are you i'm assuming you're using just one at this point
1: yeah i uh, it's one out of mexico like
2: where is it on the light dark scale
1: it's like in the meat med- it is a medium okay so um and right now i'm just doing it like uh right between fine and medium grind. And then I'm just putting it into a normal coffee maker. Okay. So, um, and it's delicious. It's surprising. It, the literally, my wife h- hates coffee. Like she, well, fresh ground. She will, so much better. She than. would never drink coffee if I made it at home Okay. and make her sick. And I am now waking up 10 minutes earlier mm-hmm. to get up, get up, walk downstairs, grind the coffee, Make coffee, I go back upstairs, go back to sleep for fifteen minutes, <laughs> and I get dressed, and I come down, I pour myself a cup of coffee and leave her two cups and she's drinking it all gone. Like it the flavor is just so much better than anything we've ever had before. So, and we're using a super shitty coffee maker.
2: Yeah, I mean you could probably get it even better if you were doing a French press or whatever, but Yeah. Um Yeah, that's cool. So
1: now my next step is to get into that type of, get into that type of stuff and then I want to buy a latte maker.
2: I would start with French press because that's relatively easy and cheap. Like you can get a pretty good one for thirty or less. Nice, um, and that's super simple. You've already got the hot water maker. Yeah, I, I called a kettle. And you didn't like that.
1: Yeah, it's hot water maker too.
2: So anyway, you pour that over the beans, let it sit for a while, and then just push the handle down. Like anybody can handle that. Yep. Mostly. Um. So yeah, that'd be my next step. I would sweet suggest to you,
1: and then like a seven hundred dollar latte maker. But you know, whatever.
2: That's yeah, kind of a different thing.
1: Yeah, but you got to use coffee grounds, right?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah. So, yes. Um, mm. That's usually a, a much... That's a pretty fine grinder, if I remember right. I don't I don't have an espresso maker.
1: I don't know, but I like espressos. I like lattes. Uh-huh. So, I was thinking, like, I could get a latte espresso maker and have this. And then I could stop going to Starbucks, except for at PAX, where I have to go 12 times a day. You're still
2: going to go to Starbucks. Who are you kidding? <sighs> I'm
1: trying to get off of it. I only had... I... Okay.
2: They're building a brand new Starbucks by my house. I'm hoping they have Nitro Cold Brew. Because currently That's
1: freaking awesome.
2: Currently for me to get Nitro Cold Brew, I have to go to the mall. That and that's sucks. that's dumb.
1: Um I would be extremely excited if they when they open that because the one over by where I go sucks because the line's always a twenty minute line. It's the only one in our side of Vancouver.
2: Is it the one across from Northwest Lincoln Gold? Yeah. Okay. So the one I'm talking about is like next to the new Walmart. On
1: nice Park. they're building one there yes sweet that's good it looks
2: like it's two stories it looks huge weird that's that's what it Probably looks right
1: next to your coffee place that you go to kind of that sucks for them
2: yeah they just raised their prices so oh well
1: oh shit okay <laughs> that sucks this has um, been coffee talk with zach and tim yeah uh i was gonna say one more thing about coffee yeah but uh no no we're having coffee talk go for it i forgot
2: though oh shit
1: yeah um
2: If you had some coffee to remember,
1: oh, I think oh, thinking about making that for the second half of this show. Um, I mean,
2: we're coming on a break, nobody says a tasty treat has to be alcohol.
1: That's very true, except for you can't drink coffee this time of night because you'll never sleep. No, um, <laughs> I, I know can know smell you it. Well. Um, what I was gonna say is, so, like, if you I, forgot it again, I'm gonna slap you. No, I literally made 12 cups of coffee uh-huh. and I took all 10 of them. Except for the two, uh-huh. which means 12. And that's all I drank today at work. I didn't drink any of the work coffee. I said, well, fuck it.
2: Well, yeah, if you had...
1: But I was drinking like four pots of coffee a day. So that's a huge jump.
2: Oh, so you're, what, you're drinking four pots of coffee at work? Shut up. That explains so much about you, actually. <laughs> no wonder you're always tense.
1: Yeah. So I was drinking a lot of coffee. And so this I makes you drink even, less. Yeah. I haven't even had any of the work coffee Interesting. today. Interesting.
2: Well, I mean, if you're drinking that much coffee, I'm assuming that you're used to drinking large volumes throughout the day. So how is how is that working with drinking less? Aren't you like...
1: I filled it in with water. Oh, good for you. Yeah.
2: Look at you be all healthy and I stuff. I know.
1: I'm trying to run, trying to work out. Speaking of working out, there's somebody in fucking Hillsborough that has 160 pounds worth of Olympic weights for 100 bucks.
2: Huh? yeah it's a long drive Hillsboro is a long drive it's a so really speaking long drive. from insurance uh, experience uh, insurance what the hell um any coffee maybe <laughs> maybe uh yeah
1: so that's all I got hey Tim you wanna take a break really well, quick let's
2: take a break while I figure out the difference between insurance and whatever else I said. Experience. experience yep see ya bye
1: Are back. Taste in hand for a second half. Uh, just some more whiskey with some bitters and a little bit of sugar cubes inside. Uh, a really poor man's old-fashioned.
2: It's tin cup.
3: Yep,
1: right. tin cup. Uh, and hey Tim, are you ready
2: to kick it? Let's kick it.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm starting to stop with Kodiak Leather. Kodiak Leather, the ultimate lever- leather for a travel bag coming out of Lehigh, Utah. 20 days ago, 270 backers. Currently at 73850 of a $10,000 goal. Going to go ahead and let them talk about it
4: since we first started making leather goods we've been working on fine-tuning the full production process from start to finish so from the leather type to the hardware the materials we've tried to keep the bags as authentic as possible while maintaining the highest level of functionality and performance do you have to the idea for this bag? specific type of bag has come after getting frustrated with trying to get well, what? security what a are bag this. and laptop. right you know what i have things for bags i know luggage, when I'm I my smaller travel bags were big enough to carry all of my important items that I didn't want going in with my checked baggage. These oh. problems with a ton of feedback from customers, family, friends, and over 3,200 previous backers have brought us it's to so this specific design type designed to make airline travel easier. It's very
2: old school looking. Introducing very 45 old school. I liter really like Denali
4: it. Denali leather duffel. A bag that can be used for business as well as the outdoors. A bag that makes you it's want to plan that bag. bucket list trip yeah. just so you can take it with you. Core features of this bag include 45 liter size, which is within the carry-on size requirements for airlines, separate padded laptop <laughs> compartment on the lower portion of the bag near the base, luggage strap for easy carry on top of roller suitcase, shoe pocket. This pocket can zipper your dirty clothes, shoes, or give easy access yep. to any other items. Three other exterior zippered pockets, one on each side of the bag near the handles, <sighs> and one large zippered pocket on the end of the bag. Featuring top-grain leather, heavy-duty nylon liner, brass feet, removable and adjustable shoulder strap, double-layered carrying handle on the front of the bag, and interior zippered compartment with phone and pen. I can covers. almost smell that rich For leather. this bag, we right. are offering two color options, the antique brown and the dark walnut. I like
1: the we dark walnut. We are offering walnut. two
4: main reward types. Reminds First me of Red Dead. Duffel, including one Denali leather can see this on the duffel. back of a horse. Right? Our second reward type is the Denali Traveler Pack. This package includes one Denali leather duffel, one large leather toiletry bag, and that's one leather one passport want. cover. With your help, we can purchase the materials and hardware for our first run of production. We can kill the Casman. Thank for you so much day. for taking the time to watch this video. Please show your support by pledging below for the campaign.
2: I'm hoping it's completely unaffordable, so I won't really be tempted.
1: Tim, we just got to talking about something that's a lot of money, so we're fine. Okay. Uh. So. This is actually kind of cool. $30 uh-huh. gets you the leather passport wallet. Oh, jeez. And I have a passport. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool. $65 gets you the leather dot bag, which is your toiletry bag. Okay. Um. So glad I didn't get the early bird for you. Woo! All right, $249 is the Early Bird Denali Leather Duffel. So that's just a duffel bag. There's just two the duff- of those left. Make your decision now, Tim.
2: So that, that doesn't come with a toiletry nope, bag? No, comes What's- with nothing. Okay.
1: Just a duffel bag.
2: I could live without the passport bag. The, du- the uh, toiletry Two
1: ninety-nine, uh- which there is one left. Damn it. Is the Denali Duffel Drop Bag mm-hmm. in the Passport Available in both Antique Brown or Dark Walnut. $100 off retail price. $180, sorry. Mm. So, after that one that sells... Here, any second? I mean, you, you got your phone right there in the link right to it, I need Tanner. you to
2: hide my credit card from me right now.
1: Tim, can I see your wallet? Sure. <laughs> and, uh... It jumps up to three twenty nine then. Oh wow. Yeah, so you're going from two ninety nine to actually that's only thirty bucks. It's only thirty bucks, but it still sounds like a lot.
2: It does. You've crossed that threshold.
1: Now, if you knew somebody who wanted this as well, you could do the four hundred and oh wait, nope. The six hundred dollar level and it gets you two of everything.
2: Passport, toiletry. Everything, yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I just really knew that you like bags. And this leather is literally something that like itched like Red Dead Redemption to me, mm-hmm. as we're going to talk about later on. That's an addiction that's like heroin. Um,
2: keep coming back to it.
1: Yeah. You just keep, you, it's, it's like tobacco. You just can't break free of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tim, what's your first one?
2: All right. So, I actually got an email um, in my uh, Button Smasher's account about this Kickstarter. And I looked into it. It looks kind of cool. If
1: you guys want to email Tim at the Button Smasher, it is... Q at buttonsmashers.com
2: <laughs> nice um, so Evan's Remains is a mystery adventure that merges puzzle platforming with visual novel elements follows the journey of diocese in her attempt to find Evan a genius who has suddenly gone missing and I'm going to let the developer introduce this game um, but I will translate once he starts talking in his native language
5: okay my name is Matias Remains I'm an indie game developer from Argentina. Right now, I'm currently working on Evans Remains. Oops, sorry, Remains. It's a combination of a puzzle platformer and a visual novel. It's a mystery adventure game about finding a strange boy.
2: I would really like the visual elements of this game.
5: Yeah.
2: been working on Evans Remains for more than a year,
5: I received a lot of help from friends and colleagues. But when it comes to development itself, it's mostly me.
2: Uh, just flowers.
1: Mm-hmm. This looks like a good candidate for PAX uh, Indie Mega Book.
2: Evans Remains is a game that's based mostly on mystery. It's very much inspired by games like Ace Attorney, Danganronpa, and Ghost Trick. I would say that my biggest influence when it comes to storytelling uh, is shoot, Takumi. Story takumi.
5: Is shoot kumi, the, the game has, has puzzles, has puzzles that are solved by logic. Making games in a, in a country like Argentina or, or Latin America in general,
2: I think it is good and bad sides. As for the good, el, I would say that bueno
5: de even the though the, the game, game development community pequeña, is very small, it's very warm, uh, and we are... Y todos Very supportive of one another. Estoy haciendo este Kickstarter. I'm doing
2: this Kickstarter to okay, basically cover my living costs as I develop the game cubrir mi costo
4: de vida porque estoy desarrollando because I'm developing el the game by myself and doing full time. To
5: be able to publish my first game on consoles and PC, en PC, en PC that PC can be bought and be distributed. That would be a dream come true for me, and it would allow me to keep doing precisely this. To make a living developing video games, my greatest passion.
2: Look at that.
1: It looks beautiful. It looks super your style.
2: Thank you very much for coming to Evan Remain's page. Please consider backing the project, because with your help... This possible. can be possible.
5: Thank you for coming uh, to the Evans Remains Kickstarter. Your support makes this possible.
2: All right. So, what you can't see listening to this podcast is the visuals, and there's a lot of like side-scrolling, like beautiful foreground and background scenery, um, in addition to the side-scrolling uh, logic puzzle, jumping, platforming. Um, The cool thing is, if I remember right, there's a demo available of this game that you can download and kind of check it out. Or you can watch the video if you don't have a lot of time. Um, As far as backing levels, so this launched pretty recently. I just read about it like two days ago and actually um, got an email response right away when I said I was going to feature it on the show. Um, They're looking for $10,000. With uh, 28 days to go. They currently have 99 backers and $2,270. So that's like 20% there, roughly. Um, As far as backing levels. uh, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Hold on. Why don't I see it? I'm on the wrong page, that's why. So there's like the thank you level, of course. $1, name in the cre- you get the name and the credits. Um, $7 gets you one copy of the game on your preferred platform on release day. Nice. So $7. Um, estimated delivery of May 2020. Um, I mean, with developing a game that might be longer than that. $10 gets you a soundtrack. $18 gets you the beta and an extra copy. That's an early bird. There's 191 left. left. Um, if that goes out, then it's $20 for the beta and extra copy. $35 gets you a digital art book. 50 gets your name in the game's secret area, which is kind of cool. That's really cool. $75, you get a message in the game to Ooh. listen to the Plug and Play podcast.
1: Hey, yeah, just uh, prime and shine listen to the Plug and Play podcast.
2: There's physical art books. There's designing a puzzle. Um, moving up to the top level, there's two left of a secret character. Work with Matthias to design a secret area, hold hidden puzzle set, and a character that will feature in the game along with a designer credit. So I could like make this real dick that makes this puzzle named Zach like like yells at you when you fail the puzzle. <laughs> 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 Plus you get all the previous words. So flips
1: you off. <laughs> hey, fuck you.
2: Yes. I totally do that. You suck. <laughs> That's Evans' remains. Check awesome. it out.
1: Awesome. Well, I got another, another type of game for you, Tim. Okay. It's called Rove sports Frisbeer.
2: Okay. What's that? I'm
1: gonna go ahead and let them talk about it.
2: No. No. Is it one of those videos that won't play? This is It's a Kickstarter only problem, apparently.
1: But it's like random Kickstarter videos.
2: I don't know what to tell you, man.
1: Alright, hold on. I this has gotta be somewhere on the interwebs. If we had that other uh frizz beer.
2: You shouldn't have to go to YouTube to play kickstarter video though
1: Rove, can you talk about something
2: sure do you want me to go to my next kickstarter
1: yeah but i don't know how i'm gonna do a video for you
2: um hmm
1: oh wait i can figure it out for you just just go ahead yeah you okay do your thing
2: so what i my next kickstarter is called okay i'm gonna pronounce it wrong because it, it sounds really weird when they say it in the video it's magnet tips or magnet mag, magnetips it's incredible magnetic gel pens, a uniquely designed pen set with magnetic properties. You color, doodle, and fidget like no other pen. So they work like pens, but you also play with them. Um, and when we get to the video, you'll hear about that.
1: I'm ready whenever you're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, shit. Oh, this is not going to work for me. Okay.
2: Three years ago. Three
0: years ago. <laughs> Three years ago, in a burst of inspiration, this guy created Magnetips, the world's Magnetips. first set of magnetic coloring He's pens. pens his neck. Over 6,000 cool. backers shades. shared his vision, and cool. Magnetips became the second most funded pen set on Kickstarter. Like we have since around shipped around our pen. pens all over the world and were amazed by the response from creatives everywhere. We've even made it on TV. Fucking the pen nerd. community inspired us to push our design further and Pushed create a good. better and longer lasting version of our original pen set. So we've taken up the challenge, enhanced our tooling, like improved our supply CNC chain, and came up with a pen set I mean, we're really proud of. Huh? Now, over half a million pens later, we are so back pens. here to bring you the new Magnetips gel edition. The new Gel Edition oh. set combines a smooth 0.7 quality gel pen with super strong packs. neodymium magnets Look, to create a, a pen with set it. with incredible features. Our pens are perfect click, 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 for coloring and doodling, but instead of just adding to your desktop clutter, Magnetabs are the only pens around that can actually help make it tidier. With a carefully selected palette of 20 vibrant colors, Magnetabs will help you create beautiful artwork with ease. The good part is, is our pens are her. for keeps. With replaceable refills, oh, we say yeah. goodbye She's to disposable really the coloring art, pens. pens. But the like real I fun bags. kicks in when the work is done. Magnetips are pens. awesome for they're fidgeting they're playing and playing and will help you regain your focus. Combine them with our chrome balls and the possibilities are they're truly endless. Look at that.
2: You just made a they house. Today made a for house.
0: Exclusive Kickstarter discount a and help us bring the house. new Magnetips gel pens to life. Magnetips, because coloring is only the beginning.
2: All right, so they are got twenty two days to go with a thousand thirty seven backers looking for twenty five thousand three hundred seventy three dollars. They are double backed to fifty five thousand nine hundred five dollars. Um, so the lowest backing level is about thirty three dollars. It's a magnetic. T- How much? Thirty three bucks. A complete set of twenty magnetic pens at an exclusive Kickstarter price. There's two left at this price, thirty three dollars. Um, moving up, if you miss early bird, it's thirty seven dollars, four dollars more. 14 backers at that level, inexplicably. The Magnetips Full Bundle Early Bird gets, um, you still get the black edition plus the color, or wait. Oh, no. I, I lied. You get the color or the black edition, um, a full set of the pens, plus 20 gel refills, and 10 chrome balls. Yeah. So you can really play with it. That's about 50 bucks. Uh, full bundle, not early birds, 54, two... Magnetips gel sets, early bird is 61. Not early bird is 66. Moving to the top tier, the double bundle, $99. Full house. Get double the fun with two sets of pens plus extra refills and chrome balls at an amazing pre launch discount. A full set of 20 magnetips gel pens times two, 20 extra gel refills times two, 10 chrome balls times two. There's eight backers of that level. That's however you pronounce it, magnet tips or magnetips. Incredible magnetic gel pens. What you got? Do you have a video?
1: all right so my last kickstarter of the week is rove sports frisbeer tim go ahead and play the audio
6: to present to you our new game frisbeer frisbeer has always been one of our favorite games to play with friends but we always had to find our own means to make the sets pvc ski poles hockey sticks lawn torches you name it we used it to play we decided so to take the game that, that everyone knows and loves yeah, and make exactly. it more convenient, and there's a lot durable, of people that are
1: in a lot of clothes.
6: Our custom collapsible poles were designed to fit snug yeah, with yeah. the bottom of any the standard aluminum can, <laughs> making it versatile and entertaining. wearing a thong. While also yep. ensuring the can will stay put for the duration of your game. Our sets break down and fit into an easy-to-carry bag, making it perfect for beach days, camping trips, or your next vacation. Frisbeer is played with two teams of two, standing opposite each other approximately 20 to 30 feet apart. The object of the game is to throw the disc to the opposing team in attempts to knock the can off the pole. You screwed it up. By striking the pole or the can itself. Dropping of the disc results in one point. Dropping of the can results in two points. If the can is struck clean off and nothing is caught, it is game over. This is referred to as the Snipe Rule. Gameplay is to 21. Scoring over 21 will result in a bust, and your team's score will go back to 15. <laughs> to defend against points being scored, I see a bust. the receiving team must catch all the items as they fall. Both teams must stand behind their pole to throw and catch <laughs> the disc. Oh, and not to mention the best part. For added difficulty and enjoyment, you must only use one hand for gameplay. The other hand is designated for your favorite beverage of choice. Cheers!
1: They're using Kura's light. Frisbeer has like. always
6: provided a lot of fun and that enjoyment that to us and our friends. It is our sole mission to share that with you and yours. Help us make your next day off kind of like the a best day ever. Corn hole and beer share pong, and a baby! Yep. Please help kickstart this game to life.
2: Yo, bro! Kickstart this game to life.
1: So I thought it was kind of fun.
2: It looks fun. Especially it, if you got lots of girls in bikinis around.
1: Exactly. So uh, that's for the beer. Twenty days ago, forty-nine backers looking for fifteen thousand dollars. What? Yeah, for, these, for these bro of, boys need—they need to test the beer, bro.
2: It's literally like a telescoping, collapsing pole that holds a beer on. It's countertop.
1: literally like we could go to Home Depot and make this ourselves. But they're currently at four thousand two hundred and ninety-six, which is hey, Zach, we should fucking go to insane. Home Depot and make these ourselves. Yeah, we should. Um, $45 gets you the, uh, entire setup. Uh, okay. there's 13 at that level or wait, there's 13 backers at level 287 left. The big granddaddy of them all is 10 grand. Mm-hmm. The Epic Adventure 42 two to Maui prepare for adventure of a lifetime with Frisbeer Epic, uh, adventure package Maui edition where you and a guest will be shown all around the Island on a unique one of a kind Jeep tour around the beautiful Island of Maui, Hawaii. Co-founder of Rose Sports LLC and Maui resident Dano will provide transportation and an adventure-packed itinerary exploring waterfalls, coral reef heads, and some of Maui's most beautiful terrain and beaches. The package also includes airfare for two, a three-night oceanfront resort stay, and finally, to end this epic Maui adventure, we will send you off with a traditional-style luau cookout beach party all provided to you by Rove Sports LLC. There's one on one of those left. And the only thing that they don't mention is girls in bikinis, or I was back for 10 grand.
2: I mean, who's flying with you, Zach?
1: D- you, duh. I'm not bringing my wife to see a bunch of girls in bikinis. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> She'd be like, Zach, stop looking. I'd be like, But I paid 10 grand for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I can have another serving of the luau pork. So I don't care f- if I'm full.
1: The, the funny thing is, so guess goes are for- the ten grand is a big grand of them all. Sure. The next step down is one hundred sixty bucks. That's funny. <laughs> like there's nothing in between. 160, like, 10 grand.
2: Like let's see if someone gives us ten grand.
1: Exactly. Um, so yeah, that is Kickstarter for this week. And uh, yeah.
2: Cool. We played some games.
1: Uh, yeah. Go ahead and talk about yours because I'm still trying to close out everything. Trying to find that row sports.
2: Sure. Um, so. During the break, we actually played two-player on this game. Um, I've only played it at home. I don't know, maybe twenty minutes. I've definitely at the, okay, the the game is the t- um the Cadence of Hyrule. It's, yeah, it's a Zelda. It's an indie company that made that got the license to make a Zelda game. So
1: Nintendo's been doing this a lot recently.
2: Um, like what else are you thinking of? Uh,
1: the fucking like cutting the fucking battle one.
2: Oh, the Mario rabbits game.
1: Mario Rabbids, and known and that I'm also thinking of the Zelda Hyrule Warriors.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. this one actually looks good though. This one does. Yeah. Um, so it's a rhythm-based Zelda game. It's uh from the people who made uh, uh Crypt of the Necrodancer,
1: Necromancer. Is yeah, it... Necromancer,
2: not Necrodancer. And um, it's really good. Like it looks a lot like uh, Link to the Past. The music is amazing. Like seriously, um, Google Cadence of Hyrule. And just check out the tunes. So, um, you have to move to the beat to get strong attacks. Otherwise you get really weak attacks and everything moves to the beat. Like all the monsters, um, puzzle gets solved to the beat, but it has like a overland a lot like the first two Zelda games, like link to the past or the original legends of Zelda, where everything's on one screen and then you move to the next screen and it's really cool. It's really bright and colorful. The music's amazing. Um, my sense of rhythm really sucks, but I'm keep trying. There is a mode where you can turn it off. Um, the music rhythm part. The music still plays, but um everybody moves when you move. You don't have to worry about timing to the beat. Okay. But I don't wanna do that. I wanna I wanna just try and get better. Um it's really cool looking. The other game I played like almost literally all of yesterday. Like from the time I got up to the time I went to bed. Like What? It really sunk its its talons into me.
1: How the fuck can you afford to do that? I thought you work on Tuesdays. Nope. Oh, oh you lucky bastard.
2: I haven't done this in a while, where I just played a game like all day. So. Neither have I. Um, I haven't done it's that called years. My Time in Porsche It's um,
1: were you inside of a car?
2: No, Porsche spelled different, so it's kind of like you talk. You've played Crashlands, um, of course. It, it's kind of like a Minecraft element. It's also a lot like Harvest Moon or um, yeah, that other one, Skydew Valley, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley, oh, Skydew. I'm saying all the words wrong today. Yes, you are.
1: Um, ah, we should check with your uh, insurance on that.
2: Yeah, it's the whiskey. <laughs> so, so it's it's got a lot of like, um, you know, you you need a to build a bridge, but before you can build a bridge, you need to build, you know, bricks or whatever. Before you can build bricks, you need to, you know, build an oven. So it's like you're you're harvesting resources, crafting items. Yeah. Okay. But it's got a really good pace to it. You always feel like you're you know getting somewhere. You're getting close. Um, the town's really cool. It's got kind of a Disney or Studio Ghibli vibe. Like, the town looks really cool. And the world is set in, like, a post-apocalyptic scenario where there was something, like, you don't know much about the civilization before, but you find, like, relics from them. There's lots of ruins, and you can explore them. And there's two factions. There's a research that wants to develop these old relics into, like, technology that you can use. And there's, like, a church that thinks, like, well, obviously the previous world destroyed itself, so we should not, like, redo these relics that, ended the world and so they're trying to collect them too. So when you find these pieces you can give them to either the research lab or the church. The church will give you like green technology which ends up being like a lot of plants or like agricultural technology if that makes sense. Okay. Whereas the research will be like okay, this is how you build a blender. Like so you kind of choose like how which way you want to go on that. So you're building your little house, um you're a builder, that's your job in the society. So people come to you with tasks and like, hey, I need three stools. And you get the schematic for them. You get the resources. You build them three stools. They give you money. Okay. So there's exploration. Um, there's like, like I said, there's old ruins you explore. And one of the cool things is the digging mechanic. It's actually like, like you tunnel and you can tunnel like any direction. And there's a scanner you use to scan and it'll show like a bright object in the in the foreground or the, or behind you or below you, or whatever gotcha. and you dig toward it. And that's where you get your relics, but it's fun to like tunnel and make all these little crazy mazes. And you can either try to get out of these deep holes that you dig yourself into with a jetpack that you have, or you can just press Y and like warp up to the top. If you get really Like so a cheap package. Yeah. It comes with it. Um, there's other areas open up. Like you'll find like at one point pretty early in the game, people's stuff starts disappearing and you find out there's these bandits that are hiding in this, like, labyrinth under the town. And you, like, go explore and, like, kill them all. Kind of like Skyrim. Um, you know, where you find, like, a, a bandit hideout. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of... Like a cave and stuff. Yeah, you're going through and, like, just ticking them out. So there's lots of different parts to this game. And it, it most mostly comes together pretty well. I'm um, Playing on the Switch, and there's been a t- couple of t- technical hiccups every now and then. Like, it takes a long time to load. And I've seen some um, screen like a little like, tearing like, yeah tearing in the frame rate will just drop for a second hmm. but not bad enough that i can't play it um doesn't okay. bother me too much the load screens kind of suck yeah there's a whole day night cycle um it's just really good with that reward like always you know and giving... what
1: type of art graphic is this
2: um my daughter said it looked like Fortnite, but I think that was just the color palette. I'd say it looks more like um,
1: it's like a three D like Breath of the Wild style. It
2: looks a little bit like Breath of the Wild, even more cartoony. Okay. Um, like I, I compared the to the town to Disney or Studio Ghibli, very okay, very stylized. Yeah, yeah. Very cartoony. It's open world. Kind of. I mean, it's limited. Um, but you slowly expand your access to the world. Like I said, you built a bridge to an island. Yeah. And that lets you come to that cave where you find the bandits and. It talks about early in the game. I don't know if you go to them yet, but there's other free cities um, that you're loosely allied with. And okay. I, I don't know if you will actually get there eventually. Or What I like is there's definitely a lore underneath the world. That's cool. And it's like gradually exposed. like it's it. world
1: building. Yeah. It's like they could make a number two or That's three. That's the one thing
2: why I bounced off of Crashlands, I think, because although the gameplay mechanics were fun there's just
1: no lore behind it
2: not really yeah it's um, like
1: you're literally just crash line to figure out get back you building the next thing and yeah. that was cool for what it was, it was fun yeah
2: but this is really hooking me a lot more cool so i don't know how long i'll go with it because it's definitely a a large large time commitment like you're always like crafting all this you can kind of set your little machines to be crafting and let them go for a little while but you have to keep fueling them checking them for the resources pulling them out um i've got like 20 boxes inside my house with all different One cool thing is You walk up to those boxes You have your shit box? I do have a, a box just for shit Because you can pick up turds Because that's like You convert it to fertilizer later Okay um, Also you give gifts to people uh, To gain favor with them And they like get you stuff Or eventually there's like A whole marriage quest line But anyway When you give people gifts Like you try to learn What they want right? Well The first two hours I was just walking around Giving everybody turds So like Everybody in the town Hates me now so I've kind of screwed myself So I have to build myself back up just to neutral because I literally gave everyone turds. Why
1: would you do that, Tim?
2: Because <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> so, yes, I do have a box just for turds. That's awesome. Um, but what I was going to say is that's a really cool inventory thing. Let's say you go out and you cut down a bunch of trees. You go to the ruins. You get a bunch of copper ore, all this random stuff. You walk up to the storage area your boxes and you hold down the left um, analog stick and it literally takes everything out of your personal inventory, and just throws it into whatever box has the same item. So I had literally had like ten boxes in front of me. Mm-hmm. It took my poop out of my personal storage and put it in the poop box, which is let's say it's number box number five. Took my copper ore into my mineral box, which is box number seven or whatever. It just did that automatically with one button press. Wow, that's crazy. And the other cool thing is when you're outside with your crafting tables. You don't have to bring stuff to it. It draws directly from those boxes. Wow. So it really, like, makes... It streamlines that whole inventory process, which, honestly, I wouldn't have the patience for if I had to... All right, so I need 12 copper ores. Go to my box. Get out 12 copper ores. Bring it to my... Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So I really like the streamlining of the inventory. It's really smart. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I picked it up for pretty cheap at, for 24 bucks. But even full retail at $40, I think it's worth it. Really? I do. It's a good game, and in case you weren't listening at the beginning, that is my time in Portia. Portia is spelled P O R T I A. What do you been playing, Zach?
1: So, I've been I've been watching this show called Deadwood, mm-hmm. and it's like back in the Wild West era.
2: How many seasons are that? I've never. Been I into have it. no idea. Or is there a lot?
1: Like four, and then a full length movie. So no, each season is like 30 episodes. Oh, well, that's bad. Yeah, it's it's long. or maybe 20 episodes. It's it's, it's long. It, long seasons. Long seasons. Um but it's like this wild west and it, it's really it's yeah. it's it's got a good story to it. Like a wild west story to it. Like brothels and like cowboys coming through and like wild Bill Hickok and it's like historical people. Mm-hmm. And um well, I uh I started Red Dead Redemption 2 again.
3: So
2: so you played as a principled, like, upright character last time. You are you changing that?
1: So I wanted to, but I'm having a really hard time changing that.
2: That's hilarious. You can't be play a bastard in, in your video game.
1: I mean, it's, uh, it's like the thing is, like, I already know how it ends. And, like, the main character is a fucking real dick. And, like, I just want to be, like, a good guy. and like.
2: But you can't at the end of the day, right?
1: No, at the end of the day, you die no matter what.
2: So, why don't you just, like, but like, be true to yourself?
1: But, like, at the end of the game, you're either going to have flowers at your grave or you're not going to have anything. Or
2: you're going to have a turd that I brought you. <laughs> Probably. It's like, why is why is there a steaming turd on my grave? So Thanks, Tim.
1: I just started it not too long ago. And so, the funny thing is, so I wanted to do that gold glitch again. Yeah. So, what I did is I uninstalled it from my PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. And then, since I have the disc. Uh-huh. I don't have to download it, so I disconnected my PS4 from Wi-Fi, <laughs> and I reinstalled it using the disc. I'm at version 1.0.0, 0. 0. so now I just got to get to the gold part again. Then I can update my PlayStation again.
2: I wonder if it'll delete all that gold. I don't think so. Okay,
1: but we'll see. That's, that's if funny. so, that would suck. So it took an hour and a half to reinstall Red Dead. If the there was a cheat
2: thing. engine you could buy for PlayStation 4, would oh you? my god, yes. There used to be like Game Sharks and stuff for older yes. systems.
1: They should fucking do that again.
2: It's it a little more complicated now.
1: Well, they should just not make it complicated. Yeah. But, anyways, it wasn't too complicated. I did it. And, uh. So, are you
2: doing anything different with this playthrough? Or you. I don't know. So, are you, are you going through stuff faster? Or are you still exploring? Like.
1: No. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get to the open world aspect. I'm just going to explore the fuck out of it. And that whole part of the map that I found after the game ended, uh-huh. I'm going to head that direction and see if I can get there. Okay. Because it's like. Four towns, five towns. And I never went there. In the game, post-game, nothing ever directed you that direction. Weird. So I'm going to go see, because after the game is like 10 years after he dies, Uh after your main character dies, Uh and it's like a town riddled with smallpox and shit. So like there's nobody there. But my theory is 10 years before, there's probably not smallpox. So, what if maybe. You, what if you
2: go there and it's just starting and you, you get smallpox and you die early? I
1: mean, you get tuberculosis and die, so whatever.
2: Spoilers, lol. Shit, sorry. I think I saw this game while I was picking up this one for like 20 bucks. Like, it was pretty cheap. It Probably. Was, it was either 20 or 30. It was really Red cheap. Red Dead
1: Redemption dropped in price, too. The thing, like, I'm really waiting for them to do is come out with the Red Dead Redemption remaster for PS4. I know they got it on Xbox. Not remastered, but they got, like, Uprez on Xbox. Mm-hmm. But I can't convince my wife to let me buy an Xbox. So
2: Maybe we'll win one at PAX or something.
1: Ooh, yes. They just sort of play Red Dead Redemption 1 on. Yep. Um, and so I guess technically at the end of this game, if they don't have any announcements for Red Dead Redemption 1 or a Red Dead Redemption 2 Undead Nightmare, which would be amazing, um... Then I will probably pick up the PS three and start playing the other one. Wow. They, they they go in they go in order, man. They go in order. Sure. So that's that's what I've been playing.
2: You're like one of these people that plays just one game.
1: It's just so fun you just go more, around just fucking. I'm more of a polygamous gamer. Yeah. Yeah, you like to fuck a bunch of people.
2: Games, but yeah.
1: But I mean in games. Like Grand Theft Auto. Actually, all the hookers.
2: I don't play Grand Theft Auto games, really. I know you don't. It's weird. I'm not I started necessarily... playing Grand
1: Theft Auto Five on the PC again. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I just go around and shoot people.
2: That sounds healthy.
1: Yeah. It's aggression outlet.
2: Well, I guess that's good. It's
1: also actually got a decent storyline to it. Yeah, I've heard that. So. But, I still um, don't know
2: if I'll ever pick it up.
1: I mean, if, if I could... You could... I could give you uh, my... Uh,
2: Oh, I could get it. That's not a problem. Like, It's been on sale multiple times.
1: I was going to say, I could let you log into my Grand Theft Auto Line account, and you could just download and play it that way. Yeah. If you want to. Um, Hey, Tim, you want to talk some game releases?
2: Yes. Thanks to Gavin, Sheenan, Gavin Sheehan of BleedingCool.com for compiling this list. What do we got, Zach?
1: Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, PC, Xbox One, that PS4. That was a
2: Kickstarter game that is like Castlevania. I want that.
1: Citizens of Space Switch, Dragon Star Vinar, Star Vinar, <laughs> PS4, <laughs> Luna PS4, Antiqua, Antiqui,
3: Antiqua,
1: Lost Xbox One, 198X 19... or 198X PC PS4, Boxing Champs Switch, Duke of Defense Switch, Forest Home, Run Forest Run Switch. Lines X, which reminds me of Line X, which is a company's phrasing. Bedliner in the back of cars. It's on Nintendo Switch. Mainlining. Main so mainlining. Oh. So
2: if you read those two titles reverse, mainlining lines, sounds like you're snorting a bunch of coke.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. Muse Dash Switch, my friend Pedro. PC Switch trailer of the year. We're gonna
2: watch that after this.
1: Okay. Secret Files Two. Purita Cordos Switch, Slender the Arrival which Switch.
2: Which I reviewed that exact game on the Wii U.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. Go check out the Best in the Galaxy Episode 1 PC. Captain Cat, which is a knockoff Captain Marvel. Or <laughs> Captain America. Switch and Xbox One. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled PS4, Switch, and Xbox One, and The Sims 4 Island Living. That's like a nude beat for The Sims 4, ladies and gentlemen. That's X Rated. Don't forget to check it out. And uh, we're going to slowly back out of this music. And we're going to slowly go into Trailer of the Year.
2: Yeah. I don't expect it to right. rise by 69 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> So, for today's recipe, you'll first need a well-sharpened knife, but also a big frying pan. Let it
4: cook over an open fire.
2: It's a banana talking about it. It's like a ninja, like, jumping around, kicking (laughs) knives into people, think a general badass.
1: I'm really confused.
2: But isn't it epic?
1: I mean, it looks really He's epic. He's jumping
2: into a room, just killing everybody. And there's a banana spinning. Bill away. of Fortune. Skateboard. <laughs> killing people left and right.
1: Gasoline cancer. Q tip. Boom! Banana goes flying. Banana goes puking. Bloodstained bananas.
2: No, I know you don't understand what the hell just happened, but was that not the trailer of the year?
1: I mean, that that's pretty fucking epic.
2: So, yeah. If you can, uh, check out the trailer to my friend Pedro. It's only a minute long. and it's,
1: Bloodstained
2: bananas. It's a pretty epic animation, honestly.
1: It is. All right, Tim. And until next week, you guys can check us out. Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Show. Twitter and Instagram at Plug and Play Cast. YouTube.com forward slash something. Yes, <laughs> sure. We're not sure what Tim Zoo forward slash is.
2: Uh, it doesn't have... Yeah, we need a custom site, so... Yeah,
1: well... Hunter, go subscribe to Tim's unnamed channel yet. Just go find it. Yep, yep just Spend go find it. Spend an hour looking for the Butt Smashers. Exactly. The, check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.
2: Always punch Nazis the banana
0: and
1: the bloody banana
2: it will be after you punch it the game will be on my switch
1: tomorrow the bloody banana
2: yeah it's uh preloaded